Now, back to the action. The Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3. Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report, your weekly racing show on Bear Country 95.3 on Saturday mornings, heading to the end of our show. And, of course, just getting to all the excitement that happens later today over at Monadnock Speedway. We learned late this week the passing of Rusty Ball, who was a name that everyone in this area knew from so many different experiences in the racing world. I wanted to bring in someone this morning who knew Rusty for many, many years uh, alongside being uh, watching him at the track uh, each and every week and knowing more about his racing career than me. Uh, as I, I have moved into this area and learned a little bit more about racing in the past couple of years, uh, Dave Sutherland, the announcer at uh, Monadnock Speedway, joins me on the Bear Lines to talk about Rusty Ball. Good morning, David. Hey, good morning. How are you, Kevin? How's I'm do- everybody doing? Getting ready for the big weekend here at Monadnock in uh, just a few hours from now. Yes, uh, yes. Very, very exciting. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we learned about the passing of Rusty, and I didn't want this show to uh, go on this Saturday morning without giving some time that uh, I know he deserves. Well, you know, Rusty has been a part of the Monadnock scene, and I think for a year or so before that at Claremont, uh, from the day we opened, which was August of 1971. So Rusty was in what we then called the Class B division. That was actually inherited from Claremont. A's were modifieds with a quick change, and B's were modifieds with a locked rear. Mm-hmm. And that's where he started. And, and and the guys who go back remember they were coupe sedans and cutdowns, basically. And Rusty's was a combination of, of uh, I think, a coupe and a cutdown to start with. Um, and he raced, you know, pretty regularly in the sportsman division for about the first five seasons, 71 to 75 or so. Okay. Um, always was, I, unfortunately my records, although pretty complete, I don't have complete records for 1971. I don't know. I never got a top 10 beyond the two champions. Although it's out there somewhere. I'll find it one of these days. <laughs> okay. Um, Rusty had, had, I think in in seventy three to seventy five he had about he had one win a year and he was always in the top ten. Then he moved up to modifieds in seventy six, and again was in or real close to the top ten. Just about every season we raced a modified, and there were some periods of time um, when the modifieds disappeared from the track and there were pro stocks and he would go race, you know, wherever his car was. Right. I think a friend of mine I think put it better. He was a classic low buck driver. Um, never had a big time sponsor. Um, he did, you know, ran his own speed shop and helped a lot of guys in that respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusty Speed up in Surrey, uh, New Hampshire. Um, but when I looked at his record, um, he had three wins over his career at Monadnock and Sportsman, and three more in the modified divisions when they ran. Um, and and again, was always around the top ten. Always, you know, I think the fact that he was original and he, his take on it was he ran whatever the modified divisions ran. When mm-hmm. we switched to sportsman modifieds at Monadnock, um, didn't talk to him about it, but, you know, I think he chose to continue to race what we would call a, a full, a full modified, mm-hmm. modified racing series type, um, independent 
racing type, you know, never did the, the Wayland tour, but, but was always there and, and reasonably competitive on a whole lot less money than a lot of these guys are running with right now. I'm glad that you brought up uh, how he helped out uh, so many fellow racers because I've been reaching out to people on Facebook, and, and that's the the first thing in in which they they mention not necessarily Rusty the racer, but Rusty the person who helped you out at the track, who helped you out during the week when you had to to get your car ready for the weekend, get ready for the race. Yeah, if you needed a part, you needed to have something checked, and he could he he had that stuff available to you. Um, you know, the little known part, you know, because people know mostly Rusty as the driver and, and the speed shop guy, but along with uh, fo- um, a fellow driver, uh, Dennis Albro, uh, co-owned uh, Cheever Tire Service in Bells Falls, mm-hmm. um, uh, probably right up until his passing. Um, I'd kind of lost touch with him uh, over the last couple of years, but um, they both worked for Wally Albro, who was a car owner for a long time and had other drivers in his car until Dennis started driving. Um, so they were kind of attached at the hip in terms of racing as well. Um, and on a, as a sidebar, um, in the 70s, um, I had the good or bad fortune to get divorced, and I had an apartment in an apartment building in Keene, and uh, Rusty and his wife, Ann, were neighbors of mine there, so we spent a little social time together. Mm. Um, they were nice enough to bail me out um, a couple times when I needed a babysitter and had to be somewhere, and the kids were with me mm. that week. Uh, so uh, that was always kind of a special part of the relationship, I think. Um, and then for years as a sales rep like you, um, I called on Chief Retire, so I would see Dennis and, and uh, Rusty on a regular basis, uh, you know, in a non-racing capacity, uh, you know, to see what they do in their real life. Uh, Dave, uh, you know, one one other question I, I noticed, you know, he would drive uh, uh, the number 39 but it seems that in the more, more recent years, he would drive the 20. Was there uh, a reason for the change in number and that he had on his car? None that I'm aware of. I think maybe people closer to him in that respect might have done. 39 was the number he used in the sportsman division, and, and that's what he used uh, when he moved up to modifies, and then he showed up one year and the car was 20. <laughs> so you know why why do guys change you know why do guys change you know if, if everybody who's used to come to the track uh tonight or or tomorrow and see matt kimball he'll be in the 11 well matt drove the 50 for who Man. knows how long yes you know? yes his dad drove 43 yeah um so the you know change in sponsorships and and to get a change in number uh, some guys change their number just to change their luck maybe that's what it was maybe that's what yeah. it was well, uh, we, uh, our thoughts and our prayers go out to uh, Rusty Ball's family. You mentioned his wife, Anne, his daughter, Stephanie, and uh, I'm sure he's going to be in our thoughts uh, tonight and also tomorrow afternoon at Monadnock Speedway. We'll see you there, Dave Sutherland, and it'll be good uh, and wonderful to uh, hear your voice over the loudspeakers at Monadnock later on this afternoon. Yeah, and I believe you'll be along there with me, so they'll get, they'll get a, a double treat. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of fun. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. And we'll be back with more. This is the Monadnock Speedway Checkered Flag Report on Bear Country 95.3.